0: welcome back everybody we know we've been a little uh out in the wind not recording for the past two weeks we took a little hiatus to uh you know refresh our minds and uh mostly i was just gone
1: <laughs> look we, we both got vaccinated all right friends finally could hang out again and we had a good time you no know, we ain't gonna just No makeup excuses for, like, uh, uh, uh. We was getting crunk, all right? We were getting (laughs) crunk because we hadn't seen each other or friends in quite some time. And it was this other young man's birthday. uh, Not me, but Blake's. So, wish him a happy belated birthday. So, yeah, we had, oh, oh, and we tried to record last week. And both ran into separate uh, personal IT problems. One day, my power went out. One day his internet went out, so I was like, "You know what? This universe is saying, like, just enjoy yourselves." That's what we did.
0: <laughs> basically, basically. Um, and then, yeah. So we Dan and I got to hang out in real life for the first time in over a year, and it was, it was fun. We got we got it, crunk. We made jokes. Dan almost got me kicked out of an Airbnb for being too loud. You know,
1: it, it was dope. I forgot what I did. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> you were
0: just being super loud. Yeah, I was being loud. You were just you were just losing your shit because you thought you were care. so funny.
1: I, I, I am fucking adorable. Of course, I'm funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the first podcast back from a little hiatus. Uh, So we're going to talk to you about something that we hear about through our jobs very frequently.
1: We're going to talk to you about how you can make so much money just... By funneling this money from Africa, but for that, from this prince, all you got to do is give him your email and personal bank information, and he's going to let you, all of you, have like 5 million of his inheritance, because he needs someone to keep it there for safekeeping. Just give him and us all of your personal information, including credit cards and bank statements.
0: Also your pet's first name, your mother's maiden name, your father's middle yeah. name Any where you were that born using pictures of your passport
1: yeah, all of that pictures of your driver's license all of that and then you'll be rich.
0: yeah who cares if somebody steals your identity if you're rich
1: Yeah and if you if none of that seemed fishy to you, then you definitely need this episode because today's episode is about scams.
0: Yeah, the uh, the world's oldest profession. Um, people always say it's it's uh, hookers, but uh, no, it's scams. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's uh, both of us having worked in IT as well as been on the consumer side, like selling electronics. You run into a lot of this very quickly. And, by God, it's annoying.
0: Oh, man, I didn't even remember, like, the consumer side of it. Like, now I'm just like, all the times we had to tell people they couldn't buy phones because they came in with some random old lady that did not look like they were related to them and didn't seem like they really knew what was going on. Oh, I hate that
1: crap so much. I remember, so, well, first of all, what Blake is referring to is something that anybody who's ever sold mobile phones uh, for any carrier, really, uh, has probably had to deal with that, And that's called, you know, mobile fraud. Usually it's called like iPhone fraud. Um, because most of the time it's iPhones that these fraudsters go after. Occasionally, yeah, Cause they can
0: sell them for more on the street.
1: Yeah. Occasionally there'll be a Samsung phone that's brand new. That's you no know, worth a pretty penny, but just like Mac products, iPhones generally have a very high, uh, cash value, resale value.
0: Basically, what people will do is they'll come in and they'll use somebody who either credit they stole or somebody who, like I said, an old lady or old guy or somebody who doesn't speak English, who has good credit and doesn't know what's going on. Somebody they've convinced. Uh, Sometimes it's even a family member that they've just convinced to let them put all this stuff on their credit. Uh, I've also seen people do it to their own credit. Yeah um buy a bunch of stuff they don't ever plan on paying for get it on credit for a cell phone company like when you go get a new phone and you lease it and then that honestly whatever i don't even care that that's that's whatever i mean like if you're obvious about it obviously i'm not going to sell it to you but like if that's what that's not the bad part about it is these phones are locked to a carrier and most of the time they go and sell them on places like facebook marketplace or places like that, saying they're unlocked and sell them to people who aren't uh, aware. Aware is the nice way to put it. (laughs) Thanks for the save, Dan. (laughs) People who aren't aware and uh, they buy these phones and they can't do anything with them. And yeah, they sell them at a cheap price because they basically got them for 30 buck activation fee. And it's a thousand dollar phone that they're selling for $300. What a deal. Yeah, you just lost 3 to $500 getting a phone half or more off mm-hmm. for a paperweight.
1: So, uh, a lot of places, a uh, lot at least well, if you're from I don't want to say from the hood, but there are a lot of like cornerstone, you know, stores that cornerstone, uh, corner alley stores that sell Cell phones, like I know in Cleveland, we have like just certain areas, you know, right down Superior, certain parts of Euclid. You see all these corner uh, corner stores that are talking about, you know, uh, we buy phones, buy uh, get, get any phone, blah blah blah. We sell phones, and they're just these, you know, most of the time they're burner phones. Uh, but a lot of times they almost function like it's pawn shops. They will buy phones as well. So what a lot of fraudsters will do is they will go. And buy let's say they'll go to let's uh, a lot we had it a lot in Best Buy because we were a third party dealer, so they assumed that we wouldn't care as much but jokes on you, and they would wait till there's a deal or special going on like uh, buy one iPhone, get the second one half off or black Friday, buy well uh, two iPhones, get one free or something like that. and so them and their buddies would scrounge together enough money for the down payment, so let's say um black friday buy one iphone get one free uh and iphone is 200 dollars with the activation of a cell phone plan so they'll go there claim some half-assed story sometimes they'll bring a a guest with them claiming it's their friend other times they won't uh and say oh yeah we try and get the iphone deal and so if the person is not aware about this kind of fraud or doesn't the, the fraudsters do not exhibit signs that they're committing fraud. They'll sell them, you know, this, these two iPhones. And so then what those fraudsters will do, you know, they just got two iPhones for $200. Uh, phones that are worth about $1,000 a piece, but they're heavily discounted because you activated a plan with them. So then they'll take those two iPhones, go to a corner store or Facebook marketplace and sell them. You know, they'll, get, they'll lose a little bit of money for them being unopened. But let's say, like, you sell them to a corner store, cell phone spot, 800 bucks a piece. So you just made $1,400 from 200 And, you know, for some people, that's, you know, that's a meal to them. So I understand there can be some desperation, you know, that, that makes you make that decision. But other people, for whatever reason, they've never seen that amount of money. And... You know right you might be asking yourself why is that a big deal why like, why is that you know why do you care reason we care is because that money comes out of our ass or, or at least did and I saw people lose their jobs because they were not good enough at stopping fraud
0: we if if that kind of stuff would happen when I worked at sprint like we would just have to uh not we would have to they would uh if stuff deactivated within three months, we, it got taken back out of our commission. Yeah.
1: There's a, no nobody lost
0: their job unless they were like doing it all the time. I mean, it happens. Some people are good at it.
1: And yeah. uh, I worked at Best Buy, like they, again, this happened all the, there are some people who were really good at spotting it. There were a certain, there were a certain little, which will, I'll go over at least in a moment, certain little key phrases, things that would, things people would do and say that would tip it off. But, It's the same as when you don't read the fine paperwork. If you find fault with the phone that you just purchased, the the contract that you sign says that you're you're going to return that phone within, at the time, at least 30 days of you getting it because for 30 days is not yours. If you then instead sell it to some dude in the corner, then or on facebook marketplace or let go you know craigslist whatever then obviously at least if you sold it to like the stores they usually would deactivate the phone themselves Um, but again obviously sometimes people would they would double scams they sell them to some you know person who just wants a phone and like blake said now they have essentially a lemon because now that phone isn't unlocked uh, but anyway, I literally had
0: people come into Sprint with phones they bought on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, this is a Sprint phone. They said, just bring it in here and get it unlocked. This phone's not paid off. We can't unlock it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do? No, there is not. I literally can do nothing for you. Right. I feel bad for you, but I literally cannot. I will lose my job.
1: So they ripped off not only the employees who sold it, who are going to have penalties for that, but also the person they sold it to. Um, and another you know, big penalty is like, so what I was getting at is when they do that, the contract that you signed says you're going to return within 30 days. If you don't, it's on paper the same way as if you had literally walked into the back and stolen an iPhone. Because our inventory now says, we uh, phone was deactivated within 30 days, so we must have that phone, right? Because it was deactivated, so that means it must have been returned. And since it wasn't, now it hits our numbers the same way as if quite literally you were just walking the back, stole on the phone and left. And I, at, at Best Buy, I saw people lose their jobs. I saw people not bonus um, have, you know, a lot of repercussions to them because people were committing fraud. I know some people who consider themselves, you know, all, super altruistic or very, you know, anti-capitalist or whatever may get into, you know, one get into a debate about, you know, who's really losing money. Look. It's neither here nor there, different episode, different discussion. fact of the matter is, you know, by you committing this fraud, now you're potentially hurting a person who's now going to buy that phone from you because now they're wasting their money. And it does indeed hurt the people who sold it to you as well because now they get their numbers hit. So, like, regardless of why you chose to do it, you're fucking people over, even if you don't think you are.
0: Yep. Yeah. I... It's and uh, a lot of people know that they're doing that. Yeah. And so just just definitely be careful. Don't don't let people buy phones on your account.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I've I... seen many people let their significant other get on their phone plan and mm-hmm. do shit like that. Right. Some... Especially after a breakup. Maybe it doesn't start off as fraud, but they just sell a freaking phone d- that like that that isn't going to work and then now this other person has this phone on your account that you now have to deactivate or have this random person (laughs) pay you for this phone that they've already paid for
1: yeah oh and and blake said it before it does hurt your credit to do that because yeah that that goes to collections and it goes to collections it goes to it for the full like street value of it so uh, iphones samsung phones they're uh, worth a lot more than they used to be um, in terms of cash value, like without a plan, so you're talking about potentially uh, you like a, a, a charge of you know twelve hundred, fifteen, sixteen, seven hundred dollars hitting your credit and going into collections. So that's a that's a big deal. <laughs> that's like if you went ahead and, and you bought a lot, bought a washer and dryer and just didn't pay the bill. That it really hit your credit hard. Yep. Um, so things you can do to avoid this. Um, you know, like I so said, don't don't let people buy shit on your account, even if they're your friends and family. Like, if you if they, if they can't afford, they don't have the credit for a, a a phone themselves. Then you know that's why they have burner phones. That's why they have like freaking boost.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, uh, definitely don't do it unless it's somebody you 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 really know. I mean, like, I have my mom on my account and my brother on my account. That's that's a little different. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, getting people off your account is really hard, too, because mm-hmm. uh, I had my ex on my account, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but fraud of- wise, yeah, people do that kind of crap all the time. They do that with all kinds of things, not just cell phones. It's just really right. common with cell phones because they're small and easy to, to get rid of.
1: All right. I had, last thing about the cell phone ones, I had a guy tried to i I did not he did he tried to make his grandma do it which again dude like seriously man come on like tries to make his grandma do it we deny her like legitimately she would have got she got denied legitimately because she had verizon already and wasn't paying her bill so we could tell it was we could tell she was obviously fraud We gave her, like, because she was doing hitting all of the notes of, like, this is fraud. Um, So by notes I mean people who are going to commit fraud uh, generally don't – it sounds like it's a weird little thing, but it's – every time I saw fraud happen, it was always this. They would never go in and say they're trying to upgrade, they're trying to change their plan. They never gave you any specifics about what they need or why they needed a new phone they will always specifically say some variation of I'm trying to get a phone today or trying to get some phones today.
0: Oh yeah. Always dude. Trying to get some phones.
1: Yeah, It it sounds like it's nothing, but it's just like, it's something about them saying, Oh, oh, we're trying to buy some phones today or get some phones today. It's just like, Oh, immediately mm, right there. (laughs) Um, Another big thing is they don't care what kind of plan or service they have. Um,
0: they want that specific phone. They don't care about the unlimited plan or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, I remember a, la- a lady who said she was buying an iPhone. She didn't care. if She had data.
0: Like, oh, I don't care need, if I have data. data. I'm like, like, are you sure
1: you're buying the, at the time, one of the biggest, best smartphones out here. And you don't care about having data.
0: No, nah, man. Like,
1: strike two. Who there. needs data? Right. Um, they always came in in groups to try oh, just, yeah. to try and justify why they needed multiple.
0: It would always be like four people mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. They'd just be just like, "Yeah, the whole family's getting phones," and I'm just like, "And I'm are angry. you tra- are you porting those numbers over?"
1: Yes, that's the third one. It's like never cared about the numbers. Nope. Everyone's getting phones and new phone numbers.
0: That right there, if if I could get them the port, the numbers over, maybe I'd let them do it because I'd be like, all right, maybe they just are kind of like hitting these on accident, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, but and if you're going to port your numbers over. All right. most people don't port a number over if they are doing that. Because one, you can't port a number over if you're late on the other bills like the other company won't let you. If you're not paying your bill and nobody's going to port over their own number. So I've seen people do fraud and port their number over, but it would be like after Mm -hmm. we're like bugging them about like, well, just for security reasons, like the only way you're getting these phones is if you port numbers over. And they're just like, what if we port like two of them? I'm like, these people just ported their numbers over and got new numbers on their phones, on their network. I had a guy try to fight me. (laughs) Uh, so to, to finish it up, so we
1: denied this old lady like legitimately because she hadn't paid her bill. So uh, you cannot – like uh, she was trying to stay with Verizon, quote-unquote, but she wanted to keep uh, the cell phone – she was she trying to stay with Verizon, but she wanted to get like four more phones, all iPhones, of course. Um, and you could – at the time at least, you couldn't do that if you, had, if you were behind on your bill. And so she was legit behind on her bill, but she was also obviously fraud. So – the only reason we even gave her a chance because we could tell she had, we could look up, okay, she has existing active Verizon service for a while. So we're like, all right, somebody put her up to this. And so then she leaves. She comes back. And so her and like four of the most hooded motherfuckers you ever seen come back into Best Buy. After, I've I've already walked away. I, I, I would back up mobile, but I wasn't in mobile. Like that wasn't my specific department. Four, like, these four dudes walk up in there asking one of my boys, like, where the other dude at? Like, uh, Dan's helping somebody else. Well, tell him me, telling them to meet me by the CDs. Meet me by the CDs. I'm like, what? Like, we gonna fight because you got denied cell phones? All, all y'all trying to eat off her, really? And so, like, we had a, like, God bless Henry. We had, we had this guy named Henry. He was. Legitimately trying to be a like defensive tackle for the for the Browns, and he he ended up getting signed to like an arena football comp, uh, group, arena football team. But it, see, Henry was six foot five, built like somebody who's trying out for the NFL. <laughs> and so uh, Henry just walked over like I I like I didn't have to say anything. I was like, yeah, these dudes are getting attitudes. We're just gonna send Henry after him. And within five seconds, they all left. So. <laughs> Wherever you are, Henry, you are amazing. He's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Henry don't walk up on you. Like, he was the coolest dude ever. Like, he liked Pokemon and shit. He was a super cool dude. But Henry walks up on you. I mean, you ain't going gonna to calm down real quick. Like, Except <laughs> like that.
0: I think on a past episode, I told a story about uh, the assistant manager I had that was like, he played linebacker in college. Yes, the dude <laughs> who try to get who try to get added to with you. Yeah, he just fucking shows up.
1: Yeah, like, that's the issue with like that's the issue with like when you train but you ain't big. It's like I don't look like I can fight. I can, but I don't look like it. So like people who are big as hell, it's like you may not know how to fight, but you're big as hell, and so people assume it's going to be a tough time. Say so leave you alone, but people who actually know how to fight don't necessarily look like they know how to fight. Which means you got, now you actually have to fight to prove it. Like it sucks. Yeah. Everyone should bodybuild. Fuck martial arts. Just, just bodybuild. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Looking like you can kick somebody's ass will save your skin more than actually being able to like, kick somebody's ass.
1: Like, we were hanging out with my friend Kyle, and they were like, hey, like, someone had mentioned out that, oh, that I was a fighter, and he didn't know, the person t- who was asking didn't know that my name is Daniel. Like, oh, you're Daniel? opposed to Kyle. Like, and Kyle will openly tell you he cannot fight at all. He's just big. It's like, no, that is. And like the look of like Ugh, the person gave me, like what? Oh, that's you? I'm like, yeah.
0: Nah, Plus, I man. was like, you I just was... got have the you just he's just got to tackle him.
1: Plus, I was eating some cheesecake at the time too. We were at a restaurant, so it's like I I just looked to like the the most and like the the absolute wrong person for that stereotype. Like face first and cheesecake. Oh yeah, it's me. <laughs> 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 um, but, um, yeah, but as as. Blake mentioned um, iPhone fraud is not the only kind of fraud. It is just a very common kind of fraud. Um, probably the one that most people are most familiar with is, you know... Phishing? Ph- phishing. Also, like, the scam calls.
0: Oh, yeah, that's more... the. <laughs> Dude. Listeners out there, we have been trying to contact you about your car's extended <laughs> warranty. Exactly, this is yeah. all a fraud.
1: The car, yes. Oh, you don't have a car? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're we're trying to contact you about the car you're thinking about buying. This new warranty.
0: Yeah, that car you owned six years ago. Yeah. You want to extend yeah. the warranty on that? Exactly. Yeah. Just oh, your... you don't you don't have it anymore? do you, Do you still want to extend the warranty? on Yeah.
1: It? Just give me your social security number right now. Yeah. Right now, over the phone, yeah. Right, right now, over this podcast, we're gonna of everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god. You guys can it's... call in to this, uh, this podcast now, mm-hmm. and uh, we do accept social security numbers.
1: Exactly. Don't, don't worry, you can trust us. Nothing will happen to it. Uh, just make sure you, you also include your active credit card number information. If you don't, then something's gonna happen to it. But if you also give us a credit card, then you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, like so my my mom but like my 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 mom and my grandma like my 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 mom is 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 very knowledgeable of fraud um so she's like really she can re- real easily spot it uh you know she's like she's technologically savvy enough like she like enough like oh she's like work average working knowledge of computers uh my grandmother on the other hand, i feel like so bad because We want to get her number changed. And she doesn't want to because how many people know her number? Because she's had it for like 60 years. But now all the fraud people know that an old lady lives here. And every single day, some new dude, always from Kolkata, is calling her about some service or information that they need from her and like because they know she's like older they're getting to that point where they don't even care about like attempting to pretend like they're 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 legitimate like one dude told her that what do you say oh your amazon shop your amazon package is delayed cuz you're a dollar late or no, or you were a dollar off on the shipping. Give us your card number over the phone so we can charge you that dollar so it can get shipped. Like you might like legitimately just open give us your credit card number. Oh it's for uh, Amazon. Yeah, give us your credit card number. Like ah oh, my
0: gosh Um, yeah, some other ones would be like email sc- scams, um, and, and phishing scams. Like everybody gets those spam emails too. Um, a good way to know if it's, uh, this is what they teach in like all security stuff for, for businesses is make sure it's spelling, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially of the email addresses. Some, a lot of people will try to be like at, uh, targets. Com, mm-hmm. or like some crap like that. Like they'll add a letter or they'll switch two letters. So just, you can, yeah, you can really pay attention to that stuff. Pay attention also to
1: callback numbers. Like if the email says, call us at this number and they claim to be representing a legitimate company, then just Google that number. If that number does not come up for that legitimate company, then they're full of shit. Like if, you can Google Amazon's customer service number like right now and if they claim it from Amazon but that phone number does not match Amazon customer service phone number, hmm, it's probably probably fraud. If they spelled Amazon Amazon, it's also probably fraud. Um for record, Amazon Amazon's phone number is 888-280-4331 that is their customer service. Um so uh like also uh, like stuff like, you know, if you order something online, and your credit card didn't go through, it will just not go through. Like, there's not gonna be a oh, it went through and then it didn't go through, or it went through but it was a dollar short. It will just not go through.
0: Yeah, no one's gonna call you about that either.
1: And situation with my grandma, it's like that they, they would just if if they if the price was a dollar off. A legitimate company is just going to eat that. Like, okay, our bad. We did not list the price correctly. Our bad. What's done is done. Yeah. And they, if, by some, like, vague, just like, like even for a reason, they had to call you. They would just call you to confirm, hey, we're going to have to charge you extra to the card on file, ending in blah, blah, blah. Which which lets you know okay they actually are legitimate they have the information not going to say you got to charge you extra give me the card number yeah no yeah um if you ever take an IT courses phishing and data security are big things that they focus on now just because of how many people especially older people are preyed upon um there are some great channels like um. uh, I forget the guy's name. Jim Browning on YouTube, who who's doing who's doing God's work. He just his entire YouTube channel is just him exposing fraudsters and like um just ruining their day. Like he'll he'll call a, a fraud call center and and hack into their computer while they're talking to him and like delete their files. It's it's hilarious to watch and. Like he had one call center, he shut down by himself because he got their number and then had some robo calling program that he built himself. Called them like two hundred times a minute for two weeks straight, and it it, it tied up their lines so much they couldn't actually call people. That's fantastic,
0: bro! It is amazing.
1: Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of you know. Ways to combat fraud. I don't want to say like, Oh, if you just think, cause I mean, I, I, again, like if you're not, I've had times by myself where I've clicked on a phishing email. Like, so I don't like to just like say, Oh, it's just, you're being stupid. Like, cause there are many times where, you know, you may just not be like paying it all the way attention or something may lift the gym in at first. And so initially you say yes to it. And then you realize later on, Oh wait, that was bullshit. So, you know, I don't like to say, oh, well, just don't be stupid because that's just it, like again, anyone can make mistakes. Uh, there's just things that you should look out for. Um, another one, like people, uh, it's common if someone finds out your friend's email, it's going to be very common for them to try and spoof the email address and send you an email from their email address. Um, or
0: one that's similar.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's actually a pretty easy uh, trick essentially – Um, in the IT world, I forget how to do it, but where it can seem like I'm sending you an email from your own email address, it's it's a very easy recursive trick. I mean, and and so a lot of times they'll do that from a ransomware. Like, hey, you know, I've already hacked your email. My friend friend Grace has happened to her before. Like, I've already hacked your email. And you can tell I have, because I sent you an email from your own email address. Now, if you don't, send me xyz amount of money i'm gonna leak all your photos and data like okay you you can try like it's it's just you get it if you get a message like that don't open, don't click on the links just delete it and change your password for your email that's pretty much it because if they're going to do ransomware they're going to they're just going to do ransomware it's not they're not going to give you like a war- a warning shot before they do ransomware no. Like you're gonna log in I and you're gonna mail.
0: I will do everything. And you're just like I'm gonna like, do it. I'm gonna do it. You're just like, all right, well, I changed the password, so you're never gonna get this email, but right. thanks for the heads up. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's um but a big thing is they try to play they try to you know capitalize on not only fears, but also people's natural most people, I do believe, genuinely most people, most Want to do good, and so a lot of times they will try and capitalize on people's good nature. So one popular scam on, on with with scammers right now is that they will call claiming to be from your bank, um, and or claim or, or from a no sorry they will call claiming to be um, you know from a um, virus protection program or something like that, or calling to claiming that they are you know internet. Um, security people who are trying to combat fraud themselves and oh you got to buy this in an internet package to you know stop yourself from having from being from being um from getting viruses and being attacked by scammers they will present themselves as if they're the heroes of the story and um they'll say oh we just gotta do a direct deposit out of your account for our charge it's something it's always something very little only twenty dollars or some shit like that so, person agrees to it. Person will then link to their bank account while they are logged in. the The rep will then see how much money they have in their account, and through just HTML tricks, like being able to manipulate what displays on your screen. Keep in mind, they're not manipulating the bank accounts data. That's just locked up they're manipulating what you see on your screen will say okay um, we're gonna give you a refund of blah 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 um, or we're only gonna charge you twenty dollars blah 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 and then uh, your account will end up getting like four thousand dollars from the by accident like the one I saw was um he claimed that the scam was they were they were claiming to be Microsoft, saying that they were overcharged from some for some Windows package, and so they were from calling from Microsoft to issue them a refund. Now most people, obviously, someone called you say you you deserve a refund of money, they're going to listen because money. So guy calls gets this guy to log into his bank account information while he's on the phone, says he's going to issue him a refund, and manipulates the HTML data to look as if he accidentally refunded him like ten thousand dollars like some astronomical amount and now he tells the 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 victim oh my gosh i'm so sorry this is a mistake i accidentally issued you ten thousand dollars you have to send me that money back i'm gonna lose my job man i have kids and so now a person fuck trying, your kids yeah <laughs> fuck your kids. and then hang up <laughs> But you know, most people who are trying to be decent human beings will say, "Okay, let me try and figure something out to try and transfer that back that money." And like, you're draining your own bank account because, like, especially if you're if you're you know wealthier, you're more well off. Like, so you know, you try and send this guy ten. Like, let's say you have fifty thousand in, in an account somewhere. You just said do ten thousand dollars that never actually got. A, he never put into your account. Um, or Sometimes if people start to get a little, this sounds fishy, I don't know about this, now you're asking me for money, uh, what they'll do is they will just re-manipulate the data and say, okay, well, I'm going to lock up your account until you pay this money that we overpaid and like make your account look as if it has a negative balance or a $0 balance and like, oh, you got to pay us in gift cards. Anyone who ever says you need to give us gift cards. 100% guaranteed bullshit. Definitely. You're, Definitely. You're, like Chase Bank is not going to tell you, you got, okay, you can repay off your overdraft fees and gift cards. I don't care what bank you're working with. Um, so.
0: Man, like, those employees at the bank just really like their Chipotle.
1: <laughs> exactly. Give us Chipotle gift cards and we will unlock your account. Yeah, it's uh, personally I do most of, like any any major banking I I'll do it old school. I I say major is in like account shit, account setups. Just go in if you can. If you're not, especially if you're not technologically savvy, um, make strong passwords. There's a lot of good password related like softwares that actually can help keep them for you. Like LastPass, for example. So that way it's harder for these guys to crack because. Um, your password is like only four or five characters and it's just letters.
0: If your password is fricking password.
1: That's very easy to crack. And these that guys, would be my
0: first guess. If I was trying to hack somebody's computer, that would be my first guess.
1: Right. And these guys have nothing better to do their entire work day than to find ways to try and rip you off. So if it's something simple like that, they will figure it out. Like I I had to do, I had to do like in, in college college. Hack my Netflix just to watch documentaries. Just to watch documentaries. Like, five different documentaries I'd ever seen. Like, okay.
0: That's just, like, commitment right there.
1: I know. Like, and, and I mean, I'm thankful. I guess it was just another broke college kid who happened to know more computer shit than I did at the time. Because he could have hacked a lot more. But all he did was just hack it just to watch Netflix. Like, maybe that was his, like, thesis project.
0: That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what'd you do? I, uh, I, I hacked this dude's account.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His Netflix account.
1: Right. Yeah. Just, yeah, just to watch like this movie, spirited boxer. Yeah. Just to watch that.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. all you yeah. need, man.
1: So it's just, I hate seeing this happen to people. And again, it's, it's good people. that this happens to, it's never like, you know, douchebags. It's always like good, honest people. And which it makes you, it really makes you boil your blood, like especially getting like no these you know over the phone scams. It's you know you have to be a little bit sociopathic almost, because to like to to go to a place that you call a job, they actually have real call centers for these places, these scam places, and you you wake up every day and you go there with the sole intent of trying to, you know, drain a old person's bank account dry. And like it takes a, a special kind of special kind of sociopath, a special kind of, you know, monster to be able to do that. And like now this person can't eat tomorrow. You no, know, can't afford to live and just okay, oh well, that happened.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you can do that and then go home and go to sleep at night.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just some, I guess, how we fix this. Uh, Big thing, and, and really educate yourself. You know, I don't, I never like the idea of, like, saying, hey, leave that to those people. Like, leave the IT stuff to the IT people. Like, if you, you should know how to make a strong password. And you should know good password keeping protocol. No, Sh- you should know how to uh you know just like spot like spot fraud and just like have certain practices in place
0: that you just know okay i never... somebody's calling you and asking you for information you should always question them right unless it's an expected call like fun fact the um the not
1: the at the bank but the um Those people, the IRS will never call you to let you know they're going to send the cops after you. If you've fucked up enough that the IRS is after you, they're just going to come after you. It's going to be a knock at your door and you're going to be in handcuffs 15 minutes later. They'll also send you mail with a number to call them. And mail, yes. They will send you mail and number to call them.
0: And a way to set up in a legitimate account.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. But so, usually
0: the IRS doesn't come after you themselves. They usually have like other things, like you'll get stuff from the attorney general of your state or something like that. Well, At least that's what credit cards and stuff do as well, too. Yeah.
1: And you usually get like a message in advance saying, "Hey, you're being audited." You know, yeah. for X, Y, Z reasons. So, like, they they don't have a reason to call. Again, like, think about that. Th- how, think about how that would work in any other circumstance. Like, when have you ever heard of police or any kind of government agency letting you know they're about to arrest you, but but you can pay it off and, and they'll stop it? Like, can you can you imagine that? Like, hey, we're about to go bust this crack house, but if you guys give us $10,000, we won't do it. I mean, yeah, it happens, but it's not. They don't. They'll call and tell you that. No. You have to know a guy on the inside who doesn't care about you know the, the law. They're definitely not calling you. Yes, they're they're not letting you know in advance. Hey, you can stop this. All you gotta do is no. Like they, they will never call you to tell you they're gonna stop you. Like hey, we know you killed. The only that guy time the
0: police let you know that you're gonna have a warrant for your arrest is, I think, like parking tickets.
1: Like, if you don't pay it an xyz amount of time these will be the results or this this will be you know the repercussions um you know you're getting suspended suspended license and you obviously have a suspended license now it means drive without that that you can be arrested for that
0: but also like if you're getting if you're getting stuff about parking tickets you i don't think you can just pay it like you have to like go find the number like they don't it's not like Easy to fake that stuff.
1: If you wait, I forget. If um, you got a suspended license. I never, I've never, knock on wood, had one. Is that is that an arresting offense or is that just a fee?
0: Uh, if you're driving without it, yeah. Uh, you definitely get arrested. I don't think you like go to jail, but you definitely get like put in handcuffs and stuff.
1: I mean, I guess they put you in holding. I suppose, but
0: yeah, yeah. All right, and it's a fine.
1: Right. So but they don't they don't call you and say, "Hey, are you driving?" Uh-oh. <laughs> like, "Hey man." Like like no. So, yeah, just
0: just just question when people call you and ask you for, for information. Yeah. Make sure it's legit. Have them prove who they are.
1: Yeah, have them prove who you are. Uh, Google, Google numbers, Google any number, Google look up email addresses. If if you don't if a company they they claim to be representing a company and they call you, look up the company. See what other people are saying, and like if you don't feel comfortable doing it, do all your business in person. But you know, especially if you're older, they are hoping that you don't understand computers that well. They're hoping that you fall victim to a bunch of the common pitfalls and just give information out or that you don't pay attention. I, I cannot end this podcast I bring up my friend Danielle, who uh, I don't want to her whose father has been a online scam for months now. I'm sorry, months, years now, and refuses to believe anybody, even the bank, when they said you are being frauded. Like, every single person's wrong. It's a quote-unquote legitimate investment. Like, even like every, even the bank, people who understand fraud at a much deeper level than even we do, are saying you are being frauded. And still, nope, nope, you guys just don't get it. Don't be like that. Please don't be like that. <laughs> It's gonna be a very sad day when it finally hits them that oh shit, I've been fraud for for years now.
0: All right, guys. I mean, just just be smart, like we said. Question it, educate yourself, know what's going on. I know they talk about it on the news a lot. What fraud? What frauds going around? Uh, just make sure to keep your um wits about you.
1: Or just send us all your personal money and information, and we'll take care of it for you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. I know a real safe place to put it.
1: Yep. My wallet.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the store's cash register, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend all your money at the store. Yep. And it'll be very safe there.
1: It'll be very safe while it's there.
0: All right, guys, that's our opinions on fraud. Uh, thank you all for listening to us. As always, uh, feel free to reach out to us by email. It is on the uh, webpage version of our podcast in the description. And keep it weird, guys.
1: If you like everything we have to do, you want to support us, make sure you know like and share this podcast to your friends and family, even your enemies. They, they can learn they can learn a thing or two here as well. And uh definitely uh Rails five star and like us and whatever you listen to your podcast. Adios.